Welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Thursday, December 17th, 2020, over halfway through the month already. Man, I'll tell you what, this is the strangest year. It's it's dragging, but it's going fast. (laughs) Uh, We've been in 2020 for about five years now, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials, and when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed, because everybody's going to do some really cool stuff. (coughs) Sorry about that. Caught me off guard there. Didn't have my finger on the cough button. Anyway, you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. We encourage you to check everything out. Um, All the information is free. The only thing you pay for is the products, and that supports the show. And more importantly, it supports your health. So I encourage you to check those things out. If you have any questions about anything, hit the Contact Me button. You can send an email or call and leave a message. Either way, we'll get back with you usually within a few hours and do everything we can to get your questions answered, get you on the right track. Also, if you hit the Radio Shows tab at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the, um, uh, the, shows, excuse me, the shows we do and how you listen and when they're on and all that kind of stuff. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to our Facebook page set up for the show. So we encourage you to check all that stuff out, have fun on the site, and... Uh, you know, share the information, let other people find out about it so they too can learn how to restore their health naturally. And uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Uh, The number to call into the show is 833-TFR-LIVE. That's 833-837-5483. 
833-837-5483. Now, um, just given that uh, next Thursday is Christmas Eve and Mama's off, she may very well have something for me to do. So I'm guessing at this point, I don't know for sure, um, next week may be a replay. Um, if she doesn't have anything for me to do, then I'll do a live show. But on the off chance that she does have something going on, then <laughs> we'll, I'll, you know, the system picks it, but it'll be a replay. Anyway, just give you a heads up on that. But you just sort of have to tune in because I don't know for sure. I probably won't know until next Thursday morning. But maybe live, maybe replay. Who knows? Might be live, might be Memorex, as they say. <laughs> it won't be Ella Fitzgerald if you get um, dating myself now. <laughs> anyway, let's see here. Uh, do I want to know what BTT and PDM? B uh -huh, Nightshade's asking. BTT is Beyond Tangy Tangerine, which is the, um, it's a very, very, it's probably one of the best vitamin, mineral, amino acid uh, supplements on the planet. And it's produced by Longevity. If you go to my website, yourdiyhealth.com, you can find out more about it. And PDM is plant-derived minerals. And um, all minerals are not created equal. <laughs> well, the minerals are, God creates them, they're all equal there. But the products that you buy are not. Longevity has the only source that's ever been located on planet Earth where all 60 essential minerals exist in plant-derived forms. Um, so basically when people say we've got the best minerals out there, they don't. Ours are, like I said, our, our deposit in Utah is so far the only place on earth where they found all 60 plant derived minerals, uh, in plant derived form, uh, in one place. And they are pure. They're from Noah's flood and, uh, just phenomenal stuff. And they, you can definitely tell the difference. I know people that thought they were taking Dr. Wallach's minerals uh, years ago and were not seeing results. But when they found out they weren't, that someone had bootlegged one of his tapes and they were selling their products with his stuff, they got switched over. They found Doc Wallach, uh, who was the founder of Longevity, and um, they basically got on his minerals and immediately started seeing major health improvements. So uh, the stuff works. It's uh, reasonably priced. Some people would say it's expensive, but I'll tell you what, the most expensive supplements are the ones that don't work, which is the things that you get everywhere else. Anyway, that's what Beyond Tangy Tangerine and or BTT and PDM are. Uh, fantastic stuff. Um, it's a daily routine for many of us, and those of us that are doing it have seen amazing health results. Again, if you go to my website, click the Who Am I tab and scroll to the bottom of the page, you'll see a short list that is by no means complete of some of the things that I have reversed using the supplements that we're talking about. Things like AFib, uh, rebuilt both my knees that were bone on bone, uh, got rid of sciatica, um, gastric reflux, all high blood pressure. My blood pressure when I started taking these products on April 22nd of 2012 was 185 over 120. It had been there for probably about four or five years. I refused to go on medicine, and within 30 days, it went from 185 over 120 to 99 over 77, and I haven't had any problems with blood pressure or gastric reflux since. Just from phenomenal products, and 
you know, there's over 900, as I said at the beginning of the show, there's over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. Things like type 2 diabetes, arthritis, macular degeneration, uh, virtually everything that you go to the doctor for that they put you on some kind of pill for the rest of your life, those are chronic health issues that are proven to be caused by nutritional deficiencies and they can all be reversed using science-based clinically verified medical nutrition such as what's in the Healthy Body Start Pack from Longevity, which includes the Beyond Tangy Tangerine and a few other products besides. So um, plenty of information there. If you got questions, feel free to call into the show or type them into the chat room. I'm trying to keep an eye on things and we will do what we can to get your questions answered. But uh, first off, I wanted to play something I picked up uh, the other day. Um, it's a recording and this is just a short clip of it. Um, the entire interview was about 48 minutes long and I'm not gonna play the whole thing there. But I just want to give you a taste and then tell you where you can get the rest of it. If I can figure out what I did with that. Where did it go? <laughs> I got to get my, there we go. All righty. Now, this is uh, nurse Erin Olszewski, who uh, lives in Florida, worked in Florida. But when the COVID mess started up, uh, because Florida allowed things like uh, hydroxychloroquine and stuff like that to be used, they were having uh, very good results reversing and curing people. And uh, as a result, the hospitals basically emptied out. They didn't have any business and she got furloughed. So she decided to, she had an opportunity to travel to New York to assist there. So she did. And what she found when she got there was a total night and day scenario compared to Florida. So I'm going to play this little clip. It's only about eight minutes and 47 seconds long. I've edited out all the, the other person who was doing the interview. Um, and basically this is just her talking. So, it would, you know, we could shorten it down a little bit, but um, I'll have the information about where you can get the rest. I'll put it in the chat room as well as in the show description for today's replay link. So here we go. This is Aaron Oshesky. There were doctors that were writing patients off as dead with the time of death, paperwork done before they were even dead. And then telling us nurses, don't code them, they're going to die anyway. The orders were coming down from Cuomo, essentially, and they were going to the administrators. The administrators, they all knew what was going on. And, and that's why they, they would threaten us so hard that if we said anything, we would immediately go home. You know, we were all on gag orders. Why? There are more and more medical professionals speaking up about this. And, you know, eventually there's going to be too many of us to ignore. And I hope that that's the case. And, you know, I'm going to continue the fight. And, you know, there's other doctors and nurses that are, are stepping up and saying, you know what? Enough is enough. We're all on the same page. We all see the same thing. We all know that it has been a mass genocide of patients, and we're going to talk about it. And if nurses are the most trusted profession in, in the United States, and I think around the world, then I hope that people will be open to hearing from us. Because honestly, at the end of the day, we have everything to lose. Some of us have. I have everything. We can't, but and nothing to gain, you know, except to stand on the right side of history and to make sure that history never repeats itself, 
and to stop the corruption before it gets any worse. This COVID vaccine is worse because it is an mRNA vaccine. It is going to permanently change people's DNA. This is something that you can't just detox from. This is going to be permanent. I ultimately believe that this is going to cause a mass genocide in, in our population. It's going to be a very, very bad thing. And I really, really hope that people open their eyes and honestly, like, really look into this research. There's absolutely no reason we need a vaccine for a virus that with a 99.9% survival rate. <sighs> I guess I, I originally I'm from Florida. That's where I reside now. So when this whole pandemic kind of first came crumbling down in March, you know, we were waiting for the wave in Florida and we just didn't see it. And um, all the while we're watching New York, you know, just get slammed. So as nurses, a lot of us were furloughed. We were looking for work and an opportunity presented itself for me to travel to New York to help out. And so that's what I did and um, what I found there was unheard of. Um, ultimately, what I found there was a whole lot of murder. And so I had no choice, um, you know, in good conscience, I couldn't, you know, be part of the problem. I needed to be part of the solution. And that's why I decided to uh, record it and, and prove and share the truth with the people. Well, a lot of the public doesn't know when I first got there and I've been to war, I've been to Iraq. Um, I know what being on the actual front lines in battle is. And so getting off the plane in New York, I sat around for three days. Um, there was nurses that were bef got there before me that were sitting there for up to three weeks. Um, and we're getting paid $10,000 a week, um, as nurses, which is a lot of money. Um, in my opinion, I feel like it was hush money. Um, a lot of, you know, nurses didn't want to say anything because they wanted their paycheck. But when I first got into the hospital, I was assigned to Elmhurst hospital, which was ultimately the epicenter of the epicenter. And what they were doing is essentially admitting pretty much everyone, regardless if they had COVID or not, because there was a price tag. It was $13,000 to admit them to the floor, $39,000 to put them on a ventilator. Knowing that ventilators, by the time I got there in early April, were had killed absolutely every single one of their patients. So this was essentially an assembly line to a body bag. You know, they, they come into the emergency room, they get admitted to the floors, regardless if they had COVID or not. Yeah, it was a red flag. I mean, this was not a war zone. And even when I got into the hospitals, we were we were well staffed. You know, I can imagine in the very beginning they weren't, but by the time I got there, they were well staffed. And then it was the treatment. You know, I, in my hospital, our governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, did not ban the hydroxychloroquine. And when we got to New York, you know, I, I realized that Cuomo did. And we had saved every single one of our patients. So when they weren't using alternative treatments and the protocol that they were using was ventilators, knowing it was killing every single patient, that was another red flag. Why are they banning treatments? Since when did the government get in between a doctor-patient relationship? That's unheard of. And it actually should never happen again. The, the hospitals were all liability free. So regardless of what a doctor, a nurse, any part of the staff members did, they would never be liable. And they took advantage of that. They took advantage of a system that wasn't going to hold them liable. And, you know, there was financial incentive to stay quiet. So I was there, gosh, not even a week. And I was just devastated. And I contacted attorneys that I knew in New York. And I'm like, 
I need to do something because there were nurses that were speaking out before me and no one believed them, you know, so I needed the actual proof. And, you know, it wouldn't be the first time I've been undercover. I've, I was undercover, you know, in Iraq, too. So maybe that's what kind of motivated me to not be afraid to be able to expose this corruption. And, um, you know, ultimately, a lot of these patients, the majority of these patients died unnecessarily. And their families deserve to know the truth. And these patients deserve justice. Let's just say that you walk in, and this happened a lot. I mean, even today it's happening. People have a lot of anxiety. They're terrified of this virus that the media is instilling, like this fear. And they're coming in like, oh, my gosh, I'm having difficulty breathing. What do I do? And in Florida, we would say, you know, you're all right. We would test them for the flu first, rule out other things. That's what you're supposed to do. Not in New York. So if you walk through the emergency room in New York, you're going to be a COVID, quote, rule out. And they would give you, you know, the test, send it out five to 10 days later, you would get the results. In the meantime, you were, you know, shuttled off to a COVID floor. And by the time the results came back, most of these patients would have already been ventilated, possibly dead at that point. And, you know, ultimately, you know, there was no accountability. And even if you said anything, which I tried to go up my chain of command and everybody told me to hush or I would go home. And they did send quite a few nurses home. Ultimately, I, I was sent home as well. But there were patients, a full code is when you want to be saved, your family wants you to be saved. Nurses and doctors will perform CPR as long as it takes to save you. That was not happening. There were doctors that were writing patients off as dead with the time of death paperwork done before they were even dead. And then telling us nurses, don't code them, they're gonna die anyway. That, that's just the most unethical malpractice type of situation that any nurse or any medical professional should ever have to be in. You know, the orders were coming down from Cuomo, essentially, and they were going to the administrators. The administrators, they all knew what was going on. And, and that's why they, they would threaten us so hard that if we said anything, we would immediately go home. You know, we were all on gag orders. Why? One thing that, that they banned is any alternative treatments. Um, they didn't talk about the high-dose IV vitamin C. They didn't talk about the hydroxychloroquine, you know, quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin C, you know, like a lot of these things that people really need to know is everything that they're not talking about. And for a virus with a 99, at this point, 0.9% survival rate, we don't need a vaccine. And the vaccine is very dangerous. And ultimately, I think that this has been about control. I think that this has been about the election. And I think that this is about, honestly, the new world order. You know, they want puppets and they, they don't want anybody like myself or, you know, any of other whistleblowers to be telling the people the truth. Okay. And like I said, that was just a eight minutes and 47 seconds out of about a 47 minute long uh, interview uh, that Alex Jones did with uh, nurse Erin Marie Olszewski. She's a, a Bachelor of Science in Nursing and a registered nurse. Um, and pray for her. If you are a praying person, um, if they're willing to kill all the people that they've been killing, 
uh, with ventilators and other you know, malpractice forms of treatment for COVID, do you think they would uh, hesitate to kill someone who is uh, blowing the whistle on their criminal activities? Uh, this lady is in grave danger, in my opinion, and uh, people need to be uh, asking the Lord to put a hedge of protection around her. She's written a book called Undercover Epicenter Nurse. I put a link uh, to the Amazon page in chat in the chat room. Uh, there are other places to get it. Um, I ordered the book and the uh, Kindle version yesterday. Uh, my hard copy will be here probably on Tuesday, but I always get the Kindle so I can start looking at it right away. Uh, the subtitle of the book is How Fraud, Negligence, and Greed Led to Unnecessary Deaths at Elmhurst Hospital. And again, you know, I, I fully believe her when she says the orders were coming down from Cuomo. Um, they would almost have to because all the hospitals appeared to be operating in pretty much the same way in New York. And uh, for that to happen, guess who's got to do it? And he's um, telling people to do this, do that. And at the same time, uh, directing uh, COVID patients into nursing homes to further increase the death toll. And, you know, the, it worked because New York, uh, the state of New York had the highest percentage and the highest numbers of deaths throughout the entire country. And it's just absolutely criminal what they did. And you know, here's this bozo is getting a Emmy award for, you know, it's just like when Obama first got elected before he'd barely been in office and uh, fraudulently elected, I should say. Um, you know, they gave him the Nobel Peace Prize. Nobody knows what for, just for being there, I guess. But uh, same thing here with Cuomo. I mean, they should have put the handcuffs on him and locked him up. Hopefully that will happen eventually. But uh, from the time for the time being, you know, he's getting awards for basically killing lots of people. And um, Nightshade in the chat room was saying that um, her... Uh, uh, or I'm not sure if it's a female or not, but <laughs> anyway, um, that uh, their other half wouldn't believe it until they saw something in writing. And um, I put a link to in the chat room also for a um, letter from uh, the world. Where did it go? Uh, I got to make sure I get it right here. Uh, it's a letter to the open letter to the UK government, governments of the world and citizens of the world from the World Doctors Alliance. And these are physicians all over the world who have come together to basically cry foul and blow the whistle on the COVID uh, fraud. And it's a, it's a great letter. And it starts out with uh, <laughs> uh, one of the things about the third paragraph says, we now have hundreds of thousands of so-called cases or infections and positive tests, but hardly any sick people. Recall that four-fifths, 80%, it's actually more than that uh, now, of the infections are asymptomatic, which means they're false positives. And according to several different sources, anywhere from 94 to 97% of the positive tests are false positives because of the way the PCR test works. And the big thing is the guy that developed the PCR test said it was never intended to be used for diagnostic purposes. And these idiots out there just start using it because they know that they can, uh, it's done in cycles. And even Fauci has said, uh, if they do more than 35 cycles, the test is basically worthless. 
Because basically what they're doing is they're drilling down farther and farther and farther and looking for smaller and smaller and smaller pieces of RNA to, you know, basically what they say is with the PCR test, you can make anybody be positive for anything. You just drill down far enough until you find a little teeny bit of something that will hit positive. Okay, you're sick. No, I'm not. I'm fine. No, but you're positive. And you've got to lock up for 14 days. And that's basically what they're doing. They're using this bogus test and developing, and they're testing more and more and more and more people. That's what they keep bragging about. We've tested more people than any other country, and we've tested something. And it, when, you, when you test more and more people with a bogus test that gives false results all the time, what do you think you're going to end up with? And that's exactly why they're doing it. They keep touting these high case numbers and we've got more cases today than we've ever had one day before. Well, that's because you're testing more people and it's a bogus test. You know, how many of them are actually sick? How many of them are symptomatic? Oh, that doesn't matter. Don't listen to that. It's just the number of cases that we have, which is BS. But that's what they're using to justify all these lockdowns and business closures and everything else. It's total fraud, total power grab. It has nothing to do with protecting the health of anyone it's to protect the wealth of the people on top. They're closing down all the small mom and pop businesses while Amazon, Costco, Sam's Club, all these other, you know, Walmart, big, uh, big box stores are having record profits. It's absolutely criminal. And the sad thing is when you try to support the small mom and pop places when they open back up, those little people, because they don't have teams of attorneys to tell them what they can and cannot do, they become mask Nazis. And because they are scared to death of the governments, like here in Ohio, they just put out a thing a couple of weeks ago saying that the businesses have to police the uh, customers coming in and make sure that they are compliant with the mask mandates. Otherwise, the business could be shut down for 24 hours at a time, which is, you know, when you're just barely getting open, barely making ends meet, and then you get shut down because somebody wasn't wearing a mask, guess what? R-T-F-R. My faith in destiny is all I need to prevail. Truth Frequency Radio. Money, the green, green stuff. Pharmaceutical drug guys just can't get enough. They don't care if you live or you die. Long as they get their piece of pie. They convinced you it's the right drug for you, but they didn't tell you what your liver goes through. And just because some MD said jump, your body became a toxic dump. Welcome back to the second segment. And just like the music said, just like when your body, just because some MD said jump, your body became a toxic dump. That's exactly what's going on. 
don't listen to MDs. You should never deal with an MD unless you have a trauma case, like a broken bone, a gunshot wound, or something like that. That's what they are trained to deal with. When it comes to chronic health issues, like high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, macular degeneration, arthritis, they are totally clueless. And given half a chance, they will kill you. Anything they're going to put you on medication for life, don't listen to them. Find yourself a good longevity distributor who is hooked to his cart to uh, Dr. Joel Wallach, and you'll find yourself getting a lot better, a lot quicker, with a lot less headache. Let's see here. <laughs> I always appreciate Yeah, I do too. Some people, you know, I've been listening to Alex since 1994, and I'm used to his theatrics <laughs> and his blowing up, and uh, it's gotten progressively worse or more, uh, I can't say really worse, but He's, uh, it's, it's, he's expanded his horizons over the years. Uh, and I think a big part of it is because of the frustration he's feeling about all that's going on. Um, I could be wrong, but um, some people just, they, they can't see past that stuff and see the content of what's going on there. And the big thing is his show is so big that he can get people on very quickly and very easily that, you know, little shows like mine would never be able to get people on like that. So I always watch his stuff primarily for the people he's interviewing who have all kinds of fantastic information. And, uh, you know, he flat out says, you're welcome to do, you know, anything that he has, you know, you have, a, uh, you can go ahead and use it just to get the word out. So I get it. And, uh, I edit some of the stuff out to avoid the theatrics and, and, and just keep the content, you know, there and keep it as short as possible. But, um, all in all, it's, uh, there's a lot of great information on his site. You just got to be able to, you know, be forewarned that he gets a little crazy sometimes, but if you can see past that and look at the content, uh, you're going to be pretty happy. Anyway, um, I wish cinemas would dedicate free admission, admission by donation <laughs> screens. <to info. laughs> yeah. Good luck with that one. Yeah. My daddy used to say, wish in one hand and poop in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> and he didn't say poop. It was a different four letter word. Uh, you get the drift, but um, yeah, it would be nice, but I don't see that kind of thing happening. They're there. They're for-profit businesses. So chances are they're not going to do that. But um uh, Anyway, uh, like I said, Aaron has written a book. I've got the link in the um, chat room, or yeah, in the chat. Also, uh, when you click that link, make sure you scroll down and check the other books you might like uh, section. Uh, I highly recommend uh, several of them. Uh, I Do Not Consent by Simone Gold. Uh, she is the person who set up the frontline doctors uh, that... Uh, went to Washington, D.C. on the steps of the uh, Supreme Court back. They've done it twice. They did in, in July, I think it was, and I get, believe again in, in September. And uh, they, she had a whole bunch of doctors who had been on the front lines treating COVID patients and having fantastic results, you know, in many cases up to 100%, simply using things like hydroxychloroquine and zinc. Uh, one doctor... Um, uh, Richard, uh, or what was his name? Was it Dr. Richardson in uh, Texas, I believe, was using an inhaled steroid, which has uh, been used for asthmatics for the last 20-some years. I believe it's called budesonide. 
and it's a powder that you mix it or put into a uh, nebulizer and do inhaled treatments. And after the first five minute treatment, many people have felt so much better. Uh, but it's the right thing for uh, people that can't breathe as a result of COVID. And I have a friend of mine, uh, had a friend, 82 years old, who uh, on Saturday I got a, a text from his wife saying that he'd like to talk to me. And I called him and he says, uh, would you do the um, eulogy at my funeral? I said, I'd be honored to, but I don't expect to do that for a number of years. He said, oh, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty soon. And I said, well, don't be talking that way. you got to be positive. Because I found out that he and his wife both had been diagnosed or at least they believed they had COVID for about a week. And he was having a rough time because he's had all kinds of uh, cardiopulmonary problems over the years. And um, I was trying to, uh, I sent them a link to the video about, you know, by Dr. Richardson, I think his name is, about to be decinide. And uh, was trying to get them hooked up with someone who could provide this stuff so that he could get the breathing treatments and, and get straightened around. And they couldn't get it on Saturday. They were going to try and get out Sunday and get it. And at 105 Sunday morning, he passed away. And it just, you know, breaks my heart to know that we were so close to having something that probably could have saved his life. But at the same time, uh, being a Christian, I believe, you know, his, you know, the Lord wanted to call him home. So there's probably nothing we could have done, but he's in a better place now. And like I said, he's been living on borrowed, borrowed time. He was 82 years old. He had his first heart attack at 42. Uh, he had 13 heart attacks, three strokes. He died on the table twice at the VA over those years. And uh, in 19, or tw excuse me, 2013, we st I started working with him and got him on longevity products. And at that point, he weighed 327 pounds and was on 22 different drugs, including morphine and prednisone. And he couldn't afford to do a 300-pound dose. He was doing 200-pound dose of the right stuff. And in a year's time, he lost 147 pounds, went from 327 to 180, and got off all those medications. He, was, he, he couldn't believe how much better he felt. And I said, yeah, lose you know, a third of your body weight and uh, get off all those drugs. <laughs> I, I bet you feel better. And um, he, you know, over the years from that point forward, had several things that were health challenges that a couple that put him in the hospital and he swore up and down and said if it hadn't been for, you know, his work with the longevity products years before, um, he would have been, this stuff would have killed him. So he had another seven years worth of life that he probably wouldn't have had, had it not been for the nutritional supplementation we were using. Um, but, uh, everybody, everybody has an expiration date. And unfortunately, we don't know what it is, uh, but uh, unfortunately, you know, his popped up on Sunday morning. And on Tuesday of next week, I will be doing a, uh, uh, at, what do they call it, <laughs> eulogy. <laughs> have a hard time with these things. And of course, you know, the first thing I had to do was check the funeral home and find out what their requirements were for COVID-19 stuff. And because so many places are mask Nazis in this day and age. And of course on their website said that everybody must wear face mask. And I said, well, I ain't going to wear a mask. And I told his wife, I said, I'm not wearing a mask. So if, uh, if they're going to be hardcore about it, I'll have to record the thing and send it to them. They can play it. 
and but she really wanted me there and we talked to the the people at the uh, funeral home and luckily they're not being idiots they said we have to put this stuff on the website for legal legal purposes but it's basically it's whatever you want to do and if you know i told them i have a medical exemption i said wearing a face mask poses a health risk to me no problem you know we can accommodate you i said good i'll be there so another crisis averted but that's you know it's sad that in this day and age we have to worry about things like that, be concerned with things like that, especially for something that is such a big nothing burger as COVID is. I mean, this is, at the, we know now that this thing is really not even as bad as a, a mild seasonal flu, unless you're up in years, you know, 75 or older and have a lot of um, comorbidities and other health factors. Uh, the vast majority of the public, you know, 99.9% .9 of the public, if they get it, they have a 99.95% or better cure rate. So when you have something like that, why on earth do you even need a vaccine? You don't. Why do you have to wear a face mask? You don't, because they don't work. They actually are in, com compounding the problem by making people sick. They're having all kinds of dermatological problems. With the spit in those things, it's constantly soaking into people's faces. Um, you know, more and more people are coming down with um, uh, bacterial pneumonia from reinhaling all the garbage that they're, you know, coming out with. And I have not worn a face mask since this thing started, nor will I. And it's it's just getting annoying for you know for me, and I know for so many other people. You know, it's going out; it's just not any fun anymore. You know, going to a restaurant, going to a store, you know, it's, it gets crazy. But uh, anyway, I yeah, love that shirt. Uh, for those that uh, aren't in the chat room, I just a friend of mine sent me a picture. Uh, it's got an image of Bill Gates, and it says, say no to the prick, <laughs> meaning his vaccine. I got a kick out of that. This is the second version of this. This is a better one. Uh, I've seen a couple other ones saying the same thing, but with different pictures. And then the other one I put in there is uh, 2020 is two twos and the face masks are vertical for the zeros for 2020. And then 2021 is a two face mask, two uh, syringe. <laughs> so you got to see it, I guess. But um, they are both, well, the, the 2020, 2021 thing is on my Facebook page. You can check that out. Uh, you probably have to scroll down a ways. I see a doctor and he recently told me to lose some weight by my next appointment in May, and I have a theory that the longevity products will help uh, me achieve that goal. Well, when I started taking the products, I, when I retired, let me start there. In uh, 1996, I retired from police work. I was 170 pounds. Between 100, or between 96 and uh, 2012, uh, 16 years, I put on 70 pounds, and I was at 240 when I started taking the longevity products. A year later, I was back down to my retirement weight. When I cut out the bad foods and started taking the supplements, that's all I did. In two months' time, I lost 24 pounds. And then I started doing our weight loss program that uh, between uh, February and May of 2013, I dropped another uh, 46 pounds, is it? Gave me a total of 70-pound weight loss. Um, so yeah, it's entirely possible. And Dr. Wallach is the only person that I've ever heard of that actually, um, 
has figured out the weight problem. And being, you know, being that first off, first and foremost, he's a veterinarian. And then he has a PhD in field crops and science and soils. And then he also is a naturopathic physician. But he discovered, you know, being a, uh, a, a, a veterinarian, he's a large animal vet working with cattle and stuff like that. And even larger elephants and rhinoceroses in Africa and that kind of thing. Um, you basically reverse engineer how you put weight on a cattle for, for market. And basically, when you have a, uh, a steer that you get that you want to raise up for the market, you basically put them on a nutrient-rich uh, diet, you know, with vitamins, minerals, amino acids, so that they stay healthy because no farmer can make a profit if he constantly has to have the vet out to take care of sick animals. So they put them on a high-nutrient diet that basically has everything their body needs to keep them healthy. And then about six, uh, six weeks or so before they're going to go to market, they take them off the supplementation, which makes them ravenously hungry. And then they feed them a high-grain diet. Grains, you know, you have your doctors that say, exercise and eat whole grains. That is a weight gain recipe. You know, when you put animals on a high-grain diet, they fatten up. And they also get that, you know, you get that nice marbling in the steaks that people like so much. But it, it basically puts the fat, it puts fat on them. So eating whole grains is not going to slim you down. It's going to fatten you up. And when you take them off the nutrition, they get really hungry because the body is looking for that nutrition. And it's the same in humans. That's why you can go to Olive Garden and eat 2,500, 3,000 calories and come home an hour later and you got your head in the fridge looking for a snack because all that stuff you ate had no nutritional value whatsoever. And when you eat, your body is not looking for carbohydrates and protein and fat so much as it's looking for vitamins, minerals, and amino acids because that's the fuel that the body runs on. That's why it's so difficult for people if they do a... Um, a starvation diet or any kind of diet where they're limiting their caloric intake. Basically what's happening is that body is looking for nutrition and it cannot find it in the stuff, especially if you're not eating much and it just makes you hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. And you reach the point where you cannot resist. And that's how you end up at two o'clock in the morning in the fridge, eating a piece of chocolate cake when you're trying to lose weight. But with the, with the longevity nutritional supplements, when you get on board with those, your body gets what it needs in the form of nutrition, vitamins, minerals, amino acids. And all of a sudden, it's happy. And it's no longer looking for that stuff because it's getting it on a daily basis like it needs. And guess what happens then? Appetite drops and you're able to function. And since I got done with my weight loss program in 2013, I eat once a day. I get up, I go all day long, and I eat usually around five or six and anywhere from 500 to 2,000 calories at the most, but usually between 500 and 1,000. I don't eat that much. And I maintain my weight. And there's no need for exercise. You know, when I first started this, I couldn't exercise because my knees were bone on bone. I could hardly walk. And, um, in three months' time, I rebuilt the knees, got rid of my cane, started going up and down stairs two at a time again, and it was amazing. 
And the funny thing is, is my wife is a nurse who works in one of the largest uh, bone and joint replacement centers in central Ohio. And when I told her I was going to buy these products and they were going to rebuild my knees, because she was for like five years before that saying, you need to get them fixed, which means total knee replacements. I said, nope, I'm sticking with what God gave me. I'm going to find a way to fix them. It's impossible. You can't do that. You know, because she's listening to these doctors and saying, it's impossible. Once your cartilage is gone, you can't regrow it. Oh, really? I said, well, you know, and, and to, to give them a little bit of credit, when all you're using is cortisone and steroids and aspirin and Tylenol and stuff like that, you're right. You cannot regrow cartilage because that's not what the body uses. But when you give the body the stuff that it uses to make cartilage, you can regrow it all day long. We've actually seen cartilage grown on fake knees. You know, and that's the thing. I rebuilt the cartilage in my knees and in six months or in three months time, they were back to normal. And uh, at the same time, I had AFib, which, you know, the idiot doctors think there's a problem with your heart. It's not. It's a back problem uh, because you have vertebrae. And in between the vertebrae in your back, you have intervertebral discs. You know, you hear the thing, he slipped a disc. A disc is nothing more than a little spongy uh, cushion that separates the bone of the vertebrae from the next vertebrae, keeps them, you know, from grinding on themselves. And when you don't have the nutrition you need, those discs tend to compress and get thinner and smaller and that kind of thing. So basically, when that happens, those discs then put pressure, or the, the actual vertebrae compressing, put pressure on the nerves that come out of the spinal cord to regulate your heartbeat in the thoracic region. Or if you get down in the lumbar region, you'll get back pain, low back pain. You'll get uh, sciatica, things like that. You could have frequent urination because the, um, the nerves that regulate the bladder come out of there. And again, the doctors will put you on drugs because they don't understand human physiology. And when all you got to do is give the body what it needs to rebuild those discs, it takes the pressure off the nerves and everything goes back to normal. And in 30 days time, I went from my heart jumping around in my chest like it was trying out for the Olympic gymnastics team to back to 100% normal. And I have no trouble with AFib anymore. My heart's just fine. I'm not on any medication at 63 years of age. Uh, I had gastric reflux. It was so bad that if I, you know, drank water, it was like I was swallowing fire and I could, I've tried all the, you know, so-called natural things, the, uh, charcoal, the, um, staying away from nightshades, um, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, raw apple cider vinegar, everything and nothing ever worked. When I started taking this stuff, I stopped taking my Prilosec the same day and I haven't had any trouble with gastric reflux since. It takes about seven days for that uh, Prilosec to get out of your system completely. And in that time, the nutrition had done its job and fixed the problem. And I've had no problem with gastric reflux since. So, you know, it's amazing what you can do when you give your body the raw materials it needs in the proper forms. And the thing is, is we're the only company on the, on the planet that produces a product that has all 90 essential nutrients in it. And they're in plant-derived and absorbable form. And the stuff works like nobody's business. Uh, it's just that that well. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Recently, I saw a video. 
that its humor is called Rona Wonderland. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it sounds like it. <laughs> Recently fell and smashed my knee ooh, into a wall very hard. Similar things have happened in the past, and it hurt for days, but this time it barely hurt for even a minute. And I think it's because, yep, I've been taking the longevity products. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, one of the other things that is a real issue in this day and age is pregnancy. Uh, we just had a, a couple, a young couple at our church who had been putting off having a baby. You know, people have been bugging them. When are you going to have a baby? You know, it was driving them crazy. I felt bad for them. And they finally reached the point where they wanted to have kids. They got pregnant, and I don't know what the time frame was, but um, recently she lost the baby, had a miscarriage. And it's a shame because a lot of people will, they have no idea what causes it. And, of course, the doctors have no idea. And I know. The trouble is, is trying to tell them in a, uh, a nice way, you know, Dr. Wallach has, you know, he, he boasts that he's gotten more women pregnant than Solomon. And it's true. The thing is, again, as a veterinarian, he understands if you have cattle that are constantly miscarrying babies, uh, that's not going to be good for your bottom line. But when you give the cattle, they found a long time ago, when you give the cattle the, the right nutrients, they have, you know, the birth defects are minimalized, miscarriages are minimalized. And they become very, very fertile. Uh, conception is simple. And they have uh, eventless uh, pregnancies. And the same thing as we found in humans. They've taken people who have uh, been told they were infertile and they were going to fertility clinics where you have to spend thousands of thousands of dollars up front before they'll even work with you. And they put you on these drugs and you end up having, you know, many times twins and stuff like that. And it does it weird, all kinds of things. And then even then the, they're not super healthy where with Dr. Wallach's program, he basically says that uh, both mom and dad need to be on the healthy start pack for their body weight, uh, six months prior to trying to conceive. And that gives each of them, the nutrition they need to produce healthy sperm, healthy eggs, and basically have everything in the way that it needs to be. Because once you're pregnant, you know, I, I saw, I heard somebody the other, it was one of those commercials for the, uh, I can't remember the name of the product, but it's a product that's made from fruits and vegetables. And the idea behind it's not bad, but you know, there's no telling, it's nowhere near as good as longevity. I can tell you that just from looking what I've seen of it. But uh, some woman said, yeah, I think everybody that's pregnant should be on this. That's actually too late. You need to be on it before you get pregnant because once you're pregnant, you, you, know, you don't even know it for usually for several weeks. And that is crucial time. When once you conceive, you know, for the first 30 days to 30 to 90 days, I can't remember the actual number, um, but basically, that's when the parts are being installed on your baby. It's like the baby's going down an assembly line. And if the guy that installs the pancreas isn't, you know, and he takes a potty break and the baby comes by and doesn't get a pancreas, guess what? You end up with a baby that has type 1 diabetes. Um, and it's baked into the cake after the first, you know, 30 to 90 days. 
I think it's third first trimester, so it'd be 90 days. But basically, you know, you, you need to be on this stuff before you conceive. That way, from the very second of conception, your body has what it needs to produce a healthy baby. And we actually call them mineral babies. And in every single case, there has never been a birth defect. There has never been any problem with like preeclampsia or gestational diabetes or anything like that. The pregnancy is super smooth, delivery is super smooth, and the baby is 100% super healthy with no problems and on all the developmental scales is off the charts. And would you rather have that or would you rather have a baby that you've got to deal with uh, for the rest of your lives because you either smoked or drank or took vaccines during pregnancy and you have a baby that was you know, has all kinds of health issues and that kind of stuff for the rest of your life. You know, I'd rather have the healthy baby. You know, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, every baby is a gift from God. And I have seen wonderful things. I have a friend who um, was born with a heart problem that they said he'd never be, he'd never lived to see two years old. And he's uh, in his early 30s now, and he's pastoring a church. So, you know, you can't believe the doctors when they tell you these things. And, you know, Down syndrome kids, I've seen you know, just wonderful things with that. But if I had a choice, you know, I would rather not have a Down's baby or a any other one. Frequency Radio is your number one. This is the Truth Frequency Radio Network. We are TFR. Truth Frequency Radio. Welcome back to hour number two of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, I was just going to say, um, Dr. Wallach has a really good video called Somebody Should Go to Jail. It's a two-hour, nine-minute long lecture that he does. It's basically his Dead Doctors Don't Lie lecture, but uh, he basically what he did was uh, they did a recording where they show all this, the information he's putting on the screen for people. And at the same time, they hear him talking. And if you go to YouTube and do a search for Jim Ram, R-A-M-M, -M, um, I usually come up the first or second person in the, in the search. You can tell because my icon is a little, looks like a DVD. It's orange with a 
in the right-hand side, it's got kind of a guy standing, and it's a silhouette of a guy standing on top of a cliff or a mountain with his arm in the air. And basically, it says, if you can read the fine print, it says you can have financial freedom. But um, anyway, that's my, uh, my link. And if you go to playlists and click the one for longevity business, if you scroll down to, I think it's, oh, it's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's the ninth one down. It says somebody should go to jail. And if you click that, that's Dr. Wallach talking about everything that goes on with the longevity business. Well, not the business, but basically it's people that he's helped from all walks of life reverse all kinds of problems. Uh, one young lady was... Um, an asthmatic who was in the hospital and dying. She was not responding to any of the conventional medical treatments. And within two weeks of working with Dr. Wallach, she walked out of the hospital cured, deemed to be cured by her own physicians. Um, another one was a guy who had um, dementia. He was in a uh, nursing home on uh, hospice. And uh, in a couple of days on his protocol, the guy got out of bed got dressed and went back to his old job sitting and working in a bank. He said, went down and sit down and says, this is my job. I'm not leaving. <laughs> he hadn't been there in a couple of years because he'd been in Coveman all that time, but he was totally, uh, totally reversed. Lots of things. They talk about weight loss and all kinds of other stuff, but it's a phenomenal video. And I encourage everybody to watch it. Go to YouTube, search for Jim Ram, find the playlist that says longevity business, scroll down until you see someone should go or somebody should go to jail. And uh, you'll find some really, really interesting stuff. So just wanted to throw that in there real quick and uh, go from there. And uh, wanted to see, let's look at some of and see what's in the news these days. Department of, or Director of National Intelligence, Ratliff, confirms foreign infer- interference in elections. Deep State desperate to delay the report. December 18th deadline will be missed. Yeah, for all those people out there that think that Biden is going to be sworn in on January 20th, <laughs> don't hold your breath. That's all I can say. Uh, there's very little doubt in my mind. Actually, there's no doubt. I believe Trump will remain in office. Uh, it will be shown that he has won by a landslide. Once they bit passed all of the uh, fraud and corruption and cheating, and uh, uh, Trump will stay in office, and hopefully we won't have to do it through martial law and that kind of thing, but that is a possibility. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine contains deadly isotopes that cause autoimmune disease. And for, excuse me, um, was it, uh, yeah, nightshade, um, Looking for stuff that uh, talks about the vaccines for your other half, check out Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. And um, her site is Vaxxed, uh, or Vaxxer, I think it is. I believe I'm double-checking right now. Um, Nope. Uh, Well, let's just do this. And my brain's freezing up. Um, <laughs> well, drtenpenny.com is one of her sites, uh, but she also has another one. I th- oh, I know it. It's Vaxter, I think, maybe. V-A-X-T-E-R. 
Nope. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. My, my just it's been a while since I've checked out her stuff, and I'm trying to find it here. Um, but Doctor Tempenny is an osteopathic physician, if I remember right, in North Northeast Ohio, and she has been researching vaccines in general for the last twenty some years. Uh, literally forty thousand hours of her time in research on vaccines. And she calls, you know, by her own admission, she's an information junkie. She does not say anything that she doesn't have documentation to back it up. And um, she's done some interviews recently talking about the uh, coronavirus vaccines that they have been trying for years and years and years to develop a coronavirus vaccine for other things since the original SARS, and they've never been able to do it. <clears throat> One of the big problems is when they get to the animal testing, it always kills the animals. Well, if you look at what's going on now, part of Operation Warp Speed, they basically bypassed the animal testing, went straight to humans. Well, humans are bigger and a little more robust and can handle a little bit more than a little rat or a little mouse or something. And as a result... Um, even though we are seeing negative side effects, including death, uh, in many of these vaccines, they're, they're basically covering it all up. And uh, she is a very good person to listen to when it comes to any kind of vaccine, but especially the COVID vaccines. And if you do a search for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny or just go to drtenpenny.com, I think it is. Uh, yeah. D-R-T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y dot com. And uh, as a matter of fact, I will just copy this link and drop it in the chat room for you. There we go. And uh, good, Alan's got some stuff in there too. Um, but she is a, a wealth of information. And for some reason, I cannot remember her other site that deals specifically with vaccines. But, um, oh, there it is. It's vaxxter.com. And um, get that one in the chat room, too. There you go. Now, she's got tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of information. Uh, she has classes that they teach online, um, all kinds of things. But um, if you look in here far enough, you should be able to find the um, videos where she's interviewed and um, go over some of those things. I'm sure she's got something in here. Yeah, COVID-19 vaccine matters, uh, Air, uh, Australia and New Zealand, part two, real meaning behind Operation Warp Speed, COVID-19 pand pandemic is just the beginning, <laughs> uh, it goes on and on and on. But, um, you know, she is, you know, her, that, that's a, a good source. You should be able to find something um, in there that will help your uh, other half realize that these things are bad news. But, uh, you know, the thing is with these vaccines, the mRNA vaccines, you know, you take them, they will permanently alter your DNA. And there is no detoxing from it or anything else. It's going to be in there forever. And a lot of them have nanoparticles in them that will 
basically be used for tracking and other purposes. Um, just dangerous stuff. And anybody who would willingly take one of these things for a disease that has an over 99, almost 100% cure rate, you'd have to be crazy. You know, simple as that. You know, there's absolutely no, no need whatsoever for a vaccine for COVID. You know, there are so many things you can do naturally. You know, vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, the best thing is the 90 essential nutrients, but in the, you know, in a cheap, uh, quick field expedient thing, you know, a couple of grams of uh, decent vitamin C a day, uh, about 500 uh, or more IU of vitamin D a day, and um, zinc, which is really good for this kind of stuff. There's, you know, taking those things on a regular basis, you almost guarantee that you're not going to have a problem. And there are other things that are now coming out. I actually have heard about this uh, uh, quite some time ago and never got around to researching it. But besides the hydroxychloroquine, and again, you know, I'm not a big fan of MDs, generally speaking, but it's primarily for chronic health issues. The one, you know, the few places they actually are good is for uh, uh, acute situations and a handful of infectious diseases, which is what COVID is. And the doctors that are actually going from experience and not wrapped up in all the politics, the people like Simone Gold and um, uh, Dan Erickson out in California and uh, Dr. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's Richard Bartlett, I believe it is, down in Texas with the uh, budesonide. Uh, those folks are actually on the front lines. They're dealing with patients and their experience and use of the proper things have resulted in virtually 100% cure rate as opposed to the crap that the um, people like Fauci are putting out that have nothing to do with you know, the health of the, you know, the patients. It's all about making money. So basically the folks that are on the front lines doing the right things uh, they're the ones we should be listening to they've got experience and you know it's even better to avoid it altogether simply by giving your body the stuff it needs to maintain a healthy immune system but if you slip if, if somehow or another you get something if you uh, follow their lead you're going to do a whole lot better than if you listen to Fauci and the other goofballs and by all means if you're in New York get out of there go someplace where they let doctors practice the right way uh, let's see here Nightshade said yes I recall her being on the power hour yeah she used to be a regular guest with Joyce on the power hour um, she's also well not real regular but she gets on with Alex from time to time too I think the last interview I saw where she was talking about the uh, COVID-19 vaccines was an Alex interview um, and you could probably, if you go to band.video and do the search for Sherry Tenpenny, it'll probably come up. Uh, let's see. Listen to Joyce Riley a bit. Uh, she, yeah, she was a whole lot different off the air than on the air. As best I can say, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I knew Joyce. I've known her for, since 1996 and, uh, just a different person. There was the on air persona and then there was the off air person who totally different. But, uh, you know, she had a lot of good guests on her shows, you know, kind of like Alex. Um, 
I, you know, towards the end, I tend to listen to the shows more to hear what the guest had to say, not what the host had to say. And that's pretty much where, you know, things are now. Um, let's see, appreciate the addresses. So my other half will find something wrong with it, <laughs> of course, <laughs> or that is expecting, you know, yeah. it's, you know, and that's the thing. There are certain people out there. It's, you know, it's, it's a combination of programming and, uh, um, trying to think of the word I'm looking for or cognitive dissonance. You know, the Russian, this, the KGB did a study back in, it was in the fifties where they gave people, they fed people a line of propaganda for sometimes less than two months. And after that time, the person was, the people were so programmed that even though they were given all kinds of irrefutable proof that would uh, show them the honest to goodness truth, they would not accept it because their programming was so solid and complete that they would believe the lie, even though they had the truth presented to them on a silver platter. And unfortunately, that's the way a lot of people in this country are. I call them the brain-dead spoon-fed, or as a friend of mine says, Bubis Americanus. Um, it's unfortunate, but they have been so brainwashed that they will not or cannot accept the truth because it flies in the face of what they have learned and has accepted as truth for so long. And that's why when you go to the grocery store, everybody but myself is wearing a face mask. You know, there are those that hate it, but they put up with it because they think they have to. They think it's the law. Then there are those that honestly think they have brainwashed to the point where they honestly believe that they're on the moral high ground, that they are doing the best thing and, you know, for not only for themselves, but their fellow man. And, you know, that's the that those are the ones that you really got to watch. They're the ones that are so brainwashed that they're liable to do things that, uh, you know, unexpectedly, but they will attack other people <laughs> who are not uh, as brainwashed as they are and thinking that they're on the right, they will go after somebody and uh, in many cases physically assault them. Of course, I've seen the other side too, where I just saw a video that a buddy of mine sent me where a guy went into a Walmart in uh, uh, Canada and the greeter, a young kid apparently, asked the guy to put a mask on. And the dude just jumped on him and pummeled him. <laughs> uh, the, the, the customer beat up the greeter. Uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, they had video of it. And the funny thing was, or sad thing was, there were, there were probably a dozen people with their little cell phone cameras out taking video, but not a one person tried to help the poor guy. Nobody tried to say, you know, stop or to physically restrain the dude that was just beating the living crap out of this guy. Everybody was just there taking pictures. <laughs> you know, you got to be kidding me. Somebody should have done something. You know, it's nuts. Let's see, mask are mandated in all indoor public places in Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's that's insane. Um, you know, basically they're 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 mandated here by our governor and our Department of Health, and I just ignore them. You know, the thing is, the U.S. is in a relatively unique situation, where a we have a constitution that still has some teeth to it. And we have guns. <laughs> and I am, anytime I'm outside the house, 
there's always at least one gun and several knives on me. And uh, somebody, you know, starts beating on me, you know, or, or spitting on me. I've heard that kind of thing, too, where, you know, you're not wearing a face mask and somebody starts spitting at you. <laughs> they got news for your problem. You keep doing that, you're going to get a case of lead poisoning. Um, the people are just absolutely goofy. And, uh, but the thing is, here in the U.S., you know, we still have our guns. And I carry everywhere I go. Bar none, no questions asked. Um, just because people are so crazy in this day and age, you never know what you're going to run into or who you're going to run into that you're going to have to defend yourself against. It's absolutely insane. But uh, so far, I have met, been met with virtually no resistance whatsoever. Every once in a while, I went in, uh, went in the grocery store the other day, and for the first time, there was a guy out front who was manning a, um, a, their little sanitation station, I guess is what I'd call it. Uh, Sir, you need a mask? No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I've got a medical exemption. And I just ignored him and kept walking, went inside, did my thing, came back out, got a cart, went back in, got my stuff. And uh, when I left, he's still standing there. Have a nice day. You too. <laughs> um, even though, you know, we've got this goofy mandate by the governor that the retail establishments and stores have to make sure they have 100% compliance and all this junk, or if they get caught with somebody in their store that doesn't have a mask on, they get a warning the first time, and the second time their business gets shut down for 24 hours. And it basically is putting us against them, basically. It's the, the store owners against the customers, which is a, you know, it's a smart thing to do from the government standpoint. It keeps us fighting amongst ourselves, and we can't see what they're doing to us. Typical ploy. But thank goodness, most companies are not really... I haven't seen anybody yet that's really changed things. They're not enforcing it any more than they were before. So that's a good thing. But, um, you know, it's, it's just sad. You know, like I said, it makes it, uh, I used to enjoy going to the store and looking around and doing this kind of thing. And now, not so much. I went to another department store the other day that I hadn't been in in, oh man, several months. And I wasn't sure what it was going to be like there, um, again, because of this new mandate. And uh, I walked in, nobody said anything to me. I went all around the store, got the stuff I wanted, came out, went through the checkout, nobody said anything. So, you know, it's good to know that uh, they're pretty much ignoring what the government has to say, too. <laughs> They're not going to jeopardize. They have a better chance of losing more money from stores if they become mask Nazis and refuse to let people in if they're not wearing a face diaper. Then they're, you know, the chances of them getting shut down is slim to none because these idiots in the government, you know, have they've tasked the Department of Bureau, Bureau of Workmen's Compensation. They're the enforcement arm, and those people they don't have people that are trained to go around to stores and check that kind of stuff out. And I doubt that they're even going to do it, but that's what they do to try and freak people out and make them think that they're going to be in trouble and that there will be state agents going around trying to catch you, you know, with people in the store without a mask. 
you know, Bureau of Workmen's Compensation, you know, not police, not even fire department, <laughs> Bureau of Workers' Compensation. That should tell the generally dumb public something. Yeah, right. They're not going to put together a whole new arm of bodies, you know, without legislative authority to uh, come out and enforce, you know, stores and stuff all over Ohio. I mean, we're a relative, you know, there's 11 million people in the state. There's quite a bit of uh, business. And uh, to think that they're going to have people out there enforcing anything to any extent, you know, they got a better chance of getting hit by lightning twice than to uh, get dinged by these turkeys for not having, you know, somebody in the store with a mask on. You know, so uh, I think they figured that out and aren't worried about it. I know I have. I never cared anyway because I know that the guys that are doing this stuff are, are just morons. You know, we have, uh, you know, some decent representatives here in Ohio that have filed articles of impeachment against our governor. Unfortunately, there's only four Republicans that have did it, and... The rest of the Republicans are so wrapped around the meal ticket, they don't want to get involved. And the Democrats are loving our idiot Republican rhino governor because he's carrying their water. He's doing everything a, a Democrat would do. So they're not going to vote against him. So impeachment probably won't go anywhere. Thank goodness up in Michigan, however, they have impeached Gretchen Whitmer. They had, I think it was a four to two vote. I don't know who it was that had the vote on it. And why the numbers were so low, but um, they actually impeached her. Now it's got to go to the Senate for a trial. Hopefully they'll succeed and get rid of that bimbo, um, you know, because that woman needs to go. She is just pure evil. But we'll see. It's hard to get someone out of government. Okay, where was I? Back to news. Let's see here. <laughs> Trumpers who invoked the 2018 executive order on foreign influence due to high treason. Who knows? He's got a lot of options. French infectious disease expert warns about the danger of COVID-19 vaccine. And let's see here. I can't post this on my Facebook page because it's coming from Natural News and they automatically block everything. But it's in the chat room. French infectious disease expert has voiced serious concerns about the high frequency of side effects seen in people getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. I think a lot of the vaccines that are being out there right now are probably placebos. They're going to give a whole bunch of basic stuff to the first people out so that, um, you know, everybody's, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I didn't have any trouble at all. Yeah, well, all you got was salt water. <laughs> And then once everybody starts breaking down, saying, okay, well, maybe it's all right. I'll go ahead and get mine. Then they're going to start rolling out the real McCoy that's going to start, you know, uh, sterilizing women and giving people all kinds of uh, problems, you know, with uh, neuromuscular diseases and other kinds of things. But anyway, uh, Professor Eric Combs, uh, head of major Paris, uh, major Paris Hospital's Infectious and Tropical Disease Department, and a top COVID-19 expert in France said that he has never seen so many undesirable effects from a vaccine as we're seeing with Pfizer's jab, which expect, is expected to be distributed widely in France next month. Oh, great. Lucky them. In an interview with uh, French Daily La Parisienne, uh, he discussed the problems he uh, noted after reviewing 
the report by the FDA and of the Pfizer vaccine saying, as I read page the 53 pages, something struck me. I have never seen such a high frequency of adverse events for a vaccine. Apart from minor infection reactions, such as local redness and pain, other side effects occur at relatively high rates, especially in young people and after the second dose. Yeah, they get you coming and going. Wait till they start trying to give it to the aged. It hasn't been tested on people that are up in years. And my personal opinion, this is designed to kill off a whole bunch of senior citizens. Basically, the useless eaters. He pointed out that while fevers are not that unusual after receiving any type of vaccine, 15... If it's right for you and me. So when you ask your doctor, what do you think he'll say? Of course it's right, you dummy. Let's get you hooked on it today. Wake up, you're being screwed. Pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude. They don't care if you live or you die. Long as they get their piece of pie. And welcome back to the last segment. Man, I tell you, this has gone fast today. <laughs> the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And um, we were talking about an article uh, with a French uh, uh, expert talking about the uh, Pfizer vaccine. And uh, I think it mimics the others, the AstraZeneca and, of course, the Moderna, which are bad news. Um but basically, it's some scary stuff. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Um, do, 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 do. Well, oh, yeah, the second dose. He pointed out that while fevers are not unusual. Oh, yeah, there we were. Uh, a further 55% had headaches, and he said, and while 62% were tired. No, really, that's uh, much too much. Perhaps, the, uh, perhaps there's a problem. Combs mentioned that he is normally a big defender of vaccines, which, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, if, if someone who normally defends vaccines, but he's not liking this one, that should tell you something. I don't like any vaccines, and this one's really bad. Anyway, which he believes are miracles, <laughs> yeah, and the most intelligent drugs there are. Boy, this guy's really wrapped around the axle. Uh, since they prevent rather than cure, no, they don't. Nevertheless, he felt compelled to tell the truth about the COVID-19 vaccine because he fears people will stop trusting doctors if they don't discuss these issues. The French government has already purchased enough doses of the COVID-19 vaccine to give double shots to 100 million people, despite having a population of just 68 million. Well, maybe they're looking like the voters here in the U.S. where 
you have uh, 100,000 registered voters and you had 150,000 votes come in. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they're looking at the same thing. Anyway, they plan to start administering them to the masses in January. Comms expressed uh, concern that the French government already paid for the shots without even knowing if they were safe. Well, they don't care because they have liability. If we mess this up, the entire history of vaccinology will be discredited. I got news for you, bub. It already is with most people. We don't have any proof the vaccine is safe. Combs was also asked by Le Parisien for his opinion on authorities in England issuing an emergency recommendation two days into their vaccine campaign, advising those with severe allergies to avoid the shot after some patients experience serious side effects. Yeah. <laughs> He said that uh, he was uh, surprised because these these types of reactions did not appear in the FDA's documentation. Imagine that, which is his only source. This confirms we should not rush, he said. While he still feels that elderly people who have the greatest risk of dying from COVID-19 should get the vaccines, yep, this guy is an idiot because that's exactly what they want to do and they're going to kill those people off. If they don't die from COVID-19, they're going to die from the vaccine. He does not believe young or healthy people should be lining up for the shot. Nobody should. He said that on top of the lack of information about it, mRNA vaccines have never been used before. That's right. They've never been able to live, you know, get any kind of approval for them because they're so dangerous. They kill all the animals in the animal testing. He said perhaps they are revolutionary. Yeah, for the people that want to kill and destroy you and mess up your DNA. But I want proof of their reliability. That doesn't exist. Otherwise, it is tantamount to placing blind trust in industry. Yep. Combs has also said that if French people are careless over the holidays, <laughs> the country could see a third wave of the virus hit around the middle of January. Oh, no. More positive tests with nobody symptomatic, probably. He believes cases are not dropping there because people are not following social distancing measures. No, it's because they keep testing people that aren't sick. They should not do any testing for anybody who's asymptomatic. And if they did that, the problem would basically go away. But that's not what they want. They want to keep the numbers up so they can keep, keep people scared and keep people in lockdown. The French government's second lockdown was lifted today and will be replaced by a curfew. Yeah, we had a curfew in Ohio for, I guess, like recently, I guess from 10P to 5A. I had no idea. My wife told me about it. I guess I need to go out after 10 o'clock. I was out last night. I was at church until almost 11. <laughs> I drove home and there was hardly any traffic. It was a great time to drive. Anyway, he believes cases are not dropping because of people are not following socialist distancing measures. The French government's second lockdown was lifted. Yeah, I recovered that. People in the country will be allowed to move freely during the day. Allowed. Isn't that nice? The government in there, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> anyway, they're magnificent, uh, wonderful people. They are. They're allowing their citizens to move about freely during the day, but may only leave with authorization during the hours of 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. Goodness gracious. People around the world are eager to see the pandemic end. I've got news for you. <laughs> it never was. But there are still so many unanswered questions about this vaccine, and it's important not to let these hopes outweigh common sense. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, they were so far from common sense, they have no clue. 
Anyway, I wanted to talk about something else I was talking about earlier and then got sidetracked. Um, another thing that has recently come to light, well, it's been around for a while, but I just got a chance to look into it, is um, ivermectin, which, you know, anybody who has a farm or lives on a farm or works on a farm is probably familiar with it. It's a um, dewormer that has been used for dogs, cats, horses, cattle for years and years and years and years. You know, we've had horses on our property since 1996, and we've been using ivermectin in a paste form. It comes in a big plastic syringe that, you know, no needle. You just put the pointy part into the corner of the horse's mouth and push the, the thing in, and it fills their mouth with this, you know, it's like toothpaste. Uh, and they, you know, lick around and all, but they swallow it and it kills the worms. Well, it also has antiviral capabilities and it has been proven. I'm trying to find, I, I thought I had the, uh, there's some studies out there, some relatively decent studies. And I found another one here from the National Institutes of Health that has dosing. Um, but basically, uh, they're saying that, um, given a basic dose after one dose of the stuff, it will knock out um, virtually all the COVID-19 in your body within 48 hours. It's amazing stuff. Ah, we got a caller coming in from Oregon. Let me see here. Good morning, caller. How are we doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> 503 area code caller. You there? Nope, they hung up. They must have been just listening. Oh, well. Yeah, I can't tell. I guess the listen line is still not working, so a lot of times people will call into the call-in line to listen, and I see it there, so I answer the call. Um, but, you know, if you want to call back in just to listen, that's fine. Um, of course, they probably can't hear me because that's how they were listening to start with. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. You know, most people you can, you know, tune in is a great way to listen. Uh, sometimes the, and the listen live, uh, computer thing works, you know, I'm assuming maybe they don't have a computer. I don't know. But, um, anyway, ivermectin and I could have swore I had this thing downloaded, but apparently I don't. Um, but it's a, it's just another thing that, you know, accidentally works. And the thing, that's the thing. There are so many, uh, real cures. I mean, and, and if nothing else, just a treatment, you know, when you give people, um, uh, hyd uh, hydroxychloroquine, especially if you include zinc, um, you're looking at an almost a hundred percent cure rate every time, uh, people all around the country have been using that uh, therapy and have fantastic results, but the news media and, the American Murder Association and the National Institutes of Health and all the people out there making money off of this won't talk about it. They won't let that information out because the ultimate goal is a killer vaccine or several, you know, for, for a disease that has a 99.95 plus percent cure rate for the vast majority of the public, something there is no need for a vaccine whatsoever. But what are you hearing on the news? What are you hearing from government officials? You know, and that's the sad thing is this, this is a huge tsunami type wave that everybody in government is stuck on and has to ride out. Trump doesn't like vaccines. I know that. And 
he's only talking about a vaccine to placate people. Unfortunately, I don't think, you know, I don't think he wants to take the vaccine. You know, if I, you know, and at this point he's already had it and he claims, well, if I got it, I can't get it again. Or that's what they, some of them are saying. And if that's the case, then why take the vaccine? You know, and in my, my opinion, it would be better, you know, rather than run the risk of the vaccine because there's a darn dangerous, I'd rather get the COVID <laughs> and hopefully develop the antibodies naturally and be done with it. You know, there's your herd immunity. And according to this letter from the, um, the doctors, uh, uh, World Doctors Alliance, they claim herd immunity has already been reached and there's no need for a vaccine. Um, they also say so-called asymptomatic cases have never in history of respiratory disease been the driver for spread or, or infection. Rather, it is symptomatic people who spread respiratory infections, not asymptomatic people. So um, what was that? The first thing we heard at the very beginning of this, you got to wear a mask because you might have it, not even know it, and you could spread it. Wrong. That's never been the case, never will be the case, and it's not the case now. If you ain't sick, you ain't going to spread the disease. If you got the disease, yeah, you might spread it. They're just using this BS. You know, they get these false positive tests to say, oh, yeah, you tested positive. You may not be symptomatic, but you could be spreading it to other people. Bull crap. If you test positive and you don't have any symptoms, it's because the test was screwed up and it was a false positive. You're not sick. You don't have the stuff and you're not going to spread it to anybody. That's what people need to realize. That's what people need to hear. And unfortunately, there are very few people out there saying it other than the Doctors Alliance, myself, and a few others. But, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. This garbage with asymptomatic spread. And that reminds me of something else. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, talking about vaccines, you know, everybody says, well, you know, we got rid of polio. We got rid of all these things with all of these wonderful vaccines. Oh, crap. There has never been. What you're seeing now are virtually all from the vaccines that are being used. And unfortunately, my stupid Facebook page isn't working. I can't scroll down far enough to find the thing that I'm looking for. And I can't remember if I still have it anywhere else. But it was a really, really good graphic that dealt specifically with polio. And I haven't had a chance to research it, but um, the gist of it was back when they brought out the polio vaccine, doctors were basically threatened with their loss of license if they would, um, if they said anything about new cases of polio. And what it boiled down to was they started, you know, polio still existed, it still shows up, but it's given different names like um, uh, Bell's palsy, uh, and I can't remember some of the others, but it was a huge laundry list of different things that they could name it, but it was basically the same as polio. And uh, it just goes to show that that's exactly what's going on. They just, there it is, can't get polio when it's been renamed cerebral palsy. 
Bell's palsy, Guillain-Barre syndrome, transverse myelitis, which is if you've been watching anything on these um, vaccine uh, human testing, uh, several people in Britain came down with transverse myelitis after taking the vaccine. Guess what? <laughs> Polio, aseptic meningitis, acute flaccid paralysis, spinal apoplexy, amyotropic lateral sclerosis or Lou Gehrig's disease, cholera, multiple sclerosis, and inhibitory palsy. The polio swindle, the paralysis known as polio, was being caused by industrial poison, so a virus theory was purposely fabricated by the chemical industry and the United States government to deflect away from litigation. The American Murder, I mean Medical Association, instructed each licensed medical doctor that they could no longer classify polio as polio or their license to practice would be terminated. Any paralysis was now to be diagnosed as acute flaccid paralysis, MS, MD, Bell's palsy, cerebral palsy, ALS, Guillain-Barre syndrome, or Guillain-Barre, yeah, syndrome, among others. This was uh, orchestrated purposely to make the public believe polio was eradicated by the polio vaccine, but the polio vaccine contained toxic ingredients directly linked to paralysis. Yep. And all the third world countries where they're putting polio vaccines in, all the kids that are coming down with polio, it's proven to be from the vaccine. It's that strain. It's not a wild strain. Polio cases not identified as polio were skyrocketing, but only in vaccinated areas. Salk's vaccine was a disaster which permanently paralyzed and killed many people. So there you have it. And that is on I've got it on my regular Facebook page. I will go ahead and put it on the Your DIY Health page. I thought I had, but we'll put it there again just to make sure. I'm reposting. And right above that was another good one. This is a cool thing. It's just a graphic that says, if masks work, why the six feet? If six feet works, why the masks? If they both work, why the lockdowns? If all three work, why the rushed vaccines? If the vaccines are safe, why no liability clause? Hmm. That says it all. <laughs> and I just, I'm reposting this one. You know, I'm getting all kind of additional reporting on this before you share this content. You might want to know there's additional reporting from lead stories, pages, and websites repeatedly published or share false news. We'll see their overall distribution reduced and restricted in other ways. Yeah, fact check. Someone is not lying about the need to wear face masks. <laughs> Give me a break. You know, I am so sick of all this censorship from Facebook. Uh, I'm on Gab as well, GAB.com. If you haven't looked at that, check it out. It's a pretty cool, uh, it's like Facebook, but you can post anything there and they won't make it go away. They won't censor it and all that good stuff. And they don't fact check things. You know, if something is fact-checked, you know it's true, and you know you better look at it. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. It's it's amazing. So anyway, let's see here. Well, we got about, uh, about seven or eight minutes left. Uh, again, um, phone lines are open. If anybody wants to call in, 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483. And I've got to... Be careful here because when I'm looking at the news, it covers up my 
uh, command center, so I can't see when the phone calls come in. <laughs> uh, let's see. Statistical model indicates Trump actually won majorities in five disputed states and 49.68% of the vote in the sixth. He won by a landslide with over 80 million votes. Biden only got about 20, 25 million real votes. All the rest were fake. And that's from the server in uh, Frankfurt, Germany, which has all the raw data before all the BS that came in to make Biden think they won. Study vaccinated children less uh, significantly less healthy than unvaccinated children. Oh, that's for sure. And if you want to get some really good testimonies on that, check out the movie Vaxxed 2, V-A-X-X-E-D, and uh, Roman numeral 2. Um, it is absolutely phenomenal. I've had a copy for several months, and I share it with people all the time. But uh, they have a motorhome that they wrapped in vaxxed logos and stuff and are driving all over the, the country. Really, they've taken it all over the place. And every place they go, they have kids that are vaccine injured that will show up with their parents and they're putting their signatures all over this van. And it is literally covered. Last, there was somewhere, it was almost 10,000 signatures. And they're everywhere, all over the sides, the back, you know, all over this vehicle. It's amazing. But they, uh, they take people inside and interview them as to what happened uh, to their children. Usually it's their first, you know, the firstborn or the second one. They'll get, they'll dutifully, you know, do what the, you know, the pediatricians are saying, which is absolute insanity and going through the vaccine schedule. And then one of their children or more are vaccine injured. And then um, they continue to have children, but they don't get them vaccinated. And the difference between the kids in the same family, the same DNA pool and everything else, gene pool, uh, the kids that are vaccinated are sick all the time. The kids that are unvaccinated are completely healthy, no ear infections, no allergies, no nothing. And if that's not one of the best side-by-side -side comparisons you could ever have where you have uh, kids from the same family, and the first one's vaccine injured, the ones after that non-vaccinated are perfectly healthy and having great lives. Um, boy, that should tell you something. And it's the same thing every single time. And these people are, you know, you can see the parents, you can see the kids, uh, you can see the, uh, the differences and hear the, the testimonies. It's absolutely phenomenal. But I highly encourage you to check out Vax2. Um, let me see here. Uh, Let's see if they've got that in there that way. Do, do, do. Hmm. Just waiting to see. Oh, good grief. Trying to mess with Flash Player. Uh, just do the individual vax. Huh. Good grief. Man, I've got all these stupid pop-up things. Anyway, you'll have to dig for yourself. I can't find it right now with all the garbage that's coming up. Um, but VAXXED2 is the movie, and it is phenomenal. VAX1, the original VAX, was really good too, but VAX2 is just amazing. And I've, I've got them both. They're both great, but VAX2 is killer. 
Uh, let's see here. Audio cut out for like 20 seconds and it's back. I don't know what happened there. Huh. Weird. Anyway, uh, what was just read was priceless about if this works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and again, let me, uh, I don't know if I, let me try and I'll snag that off of Facebook and I'll drop it in the uh, uh, chat room if I can find it again here real quick. Do, 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 do. Oh, come on. Oh, I think I know what happened. There we go. Let me find that other one, too. There we go. Yeah, that's a nice thing. At least I can snag them off of Facebook because I can't remember what I did with the original graphics. And we'll just drop them both into the chat room for you. And there's one. And there's the polio one. Sorry for all you folks that aren't in the chat room. You're missing out. <laughs> but uh, we are down to about two minutes to go. You know, do some research. Look into ivermectin. I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N. Ivermectin. Um, there's some stuff on Natural News about it. If you just do a basic search, you'll probably find some things. I did some just a basic search and found uh, dosing information on uh, the natural national institutes of health of all places and the dosing is basically 200 micrograms per kilogram of body weight um which is not a whole lot you know so you could you could dose yourself pretty good with this stuff and it'd be a fantastic thing to use if you actually came down with it and one of the uh first and most uh recognizable symptoms of COVID is you lose your sense of smell and sense of taste. And uh, not to mention you have flu-like symptoms. Uh, generally, it's just achiness and uh, stuffy nose, and you might have some issues with breathing if you got, you know, comorbidities to start with. But um, the big thing is the uh, loss of taste and, and smell. If you have that, you know, grab some ivermectin or you know, and the nice thing is you can get that in any, you know, quality farm and fleet, tractor supply, probably um, pet stores. Uh, good stuff. And uh, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, that's the cool thing. It has virtually no side effects, but it works to do and it does the job. So something to think about. And again, I'm just, you know, talking from what I've seen. And uh, yeah, it's also, you know, Ellen says, also a symptom of mercury toxicity, which makes me wonder how many COVID patients are actually folks who've been exposed to mercury. Well, it's entirely possible. Wouldn't be at all surprised. Um, but uh, if you take the ivermectin, the problem goes away. That's a good thing. So anyway, it's worth checking into. Uh, I'm going to lose the up. There it goes. Uh, music will be starting here shortly. I'll be on uh, at uh, People's Patriot Network in one hour, uh, pptalk.com, or you can just go to my website and click the radio shows tab and find the information there on how to listen on TuneIn. But I'm going to have Michael Gaddy, who's a uh, historian. <laughs>